Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Drunk Words Sober Thoughts on Season 7, Episode 3, Another Obstacle to Go Through and Jump Through on with me, Marlene, Marla, Marlo, whatever you want to call me. Yeah, so... If things could get any more complicated, they just did. Uh, Tom, again, went downhill on me. And I've lost count, I for sure, over the seventh time. He's not doing good, but he's alright right now. But he's not fucking dying, so... That's good news. Um, he hasn't been feeling well since yesterday, but then again, I don't know if he's been playing the brave card. But I took him yesterday afternoon to our nearest ER down the street. And they it took them... This hospital's ridiculous. It took them six hours to find out exactly what was going on with him even though he knew exactly what was going on with him but they had to like for sure 100 almost 100 percent know that what he was saying was what it was and obviously they're a bunch of intern students so they took fucking forever and and it was crowded and it was it was a monday to top it off and i guess usually mondays are busy especially if it's the end of the year you know everyone's catching colds and all kinds of crap and they told him they found stones in his pancreas so they told him that they couldn't do the procedure there so that they would they told they advised him that he would have to voluntarily opt out and leave and so he could go to a different hospital and they recommended him which hospital to go to so they would transfer his patient profile there and then he called me picked him up took him to the usc irvine um er and uh, they were also crowded took them like he he still doesn't have a room till to now, which is it's been over twenty four hours. He's been literally in the hallway with a in a, in a bed, and they kind of like made a like a private zone area to cover his space. So it's like a like a almost like a cubicle, but he still like has no room. He's just like there, like on the side, and. It's fucking ridiculous because they've been telling him since yesterday, well, since I dropped, since I took him to the other hospital, that they were gonna get him a bed soon. And when they said that they got him a bed, they didn't mean like, oh, we got you a room. He didn't get a room. Like, it's overcrowded. He just got a bed in the hallway. And then they just fucking added like a, like a, two walls around him, made it like a, basically like a cubicle office. And they've been telling him since then, soon, his procedure's going to get done soon. And he's been in pain. 
And it, they fucking like it on giving him his pain meds. And today, they, they've been telling him that he was going to get his procedure done today. It ain't fucking happening today. Now they've been telling him that it's tomorrow, first thing a.m., but they don't know. They didn't give him an exact specific time. And this is just fucked up because he had court. He was supposed to have court today, this morning on Tuesday, to to ask for an extension on his community service and to to ask the judge if he can just get um, a house arrest so he can knock those days out so we can, you know, move on with our fucking lives. But now that's been placed on hold again. And we just got to take it day by day and see how tomorrow goes. And it shouldn't be so bad. They said it only takes 30 minutes or less his procedure so I'm just basically anxious for tomorrow already I barely ate today because that's all I could think about is him getting better and getting taken care of and I'm just tired of all these pauses in life and getting held back to back and there's always something coming up and I just really feel like we do need like some type of cleansing in our auras and our lives because I'm just sick of things happening to us one after another and I just I just feel like I can't catch a break and I feel like it's just it's, everything's on me it's been on me I'm just grateful that I haven't came across anyone who fucking does hardcore drugs or like heroin and shit because I mean I'm always thinking of my kids foremost but it's just life gets so dark and hard and and heavy sometimes that if that was presented to me I'm just I'm just sharing my thoughts and 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 and, in the moments that I feel how I feel in that moment and that instinct but I don't necessarily mean it you know but yeah i i am getting i get get to that point where shit you know like if it's there fuck it you know but obviously i'm not gonna throw my life away and i'm and there's a purpose to as to why it hasn't been presented to me and and i'm i'm just staying positive because that's all i can do just to stay positive and still living the hotel life I, I I mean there's places that have come across that we could potentially move into but it's either our background falls you know we don't qualify or our credit score is not well enough or it's not good enough for them or and our again our background our criminal background does it pass and we just get discouraged and And <laughs> maybe to most or some people out there that I've I've painted bad history with, they're probably like this is probably 
feeding off their egos and making them feel better and just probably they're probably thinking god i'm so glad that she's going through this shit and i'm she's she better be learning from shit i don't know i don't know i just i think of random shit of what people that don't like me or i've painted history with think that this is like for the better for me which is fucking stupid because we're all put on this earth to learn life lessons and i will never wish this upon anybody and if i if i've heard people go through dark times and i have even strangers and it just makes me feel like okay my life's not so bad compared to others and i'm pretty sure my story sympathizes and makes and some others feel at ease like well i'm glad i'm not going through what she's going through you know like if that makes any of my listeners feel better great i'm glad because i also hear worse stories than mine and it makes me feel better about mine and it makes me feel like okay it's not so bad and it could get better and it's gonna get better and it's, this is just temporary and just like anything anything happy or bad or dark or good or not good no matter what everything's temporary everything even our fucking lives even our fucking lives are counted every day and i try not to get caught up on the negativity every day day by day hour by hour every fucking 27 minutes (laughs) i think about how good I have it in the moment because uh, you know as much as like my little girl is annoying sometimes I look at her and I stare at her from time to time and I'm like oh I gotta cherish this I gotta cherish this and I'm gonna embrace her and I'm gonna hug her because it's gonna feel like in a blink of an eye I'm gonna be hugging a teenager soon and she's probably gonna be telling me oh my god mom stop or she's not even gonna want to be near me so because i know what that's like i i I lived it so i'm grateful for the times that i have that don't cost me anything right now and uh, and i keep reminding myself what i'm going through right now because again it's only temporary and i remind myself that what i'm going through right now um just gonna smile about maybe laugh maybe chuckle about it later in the future when i'm at my highest point rather than my lowest point that i am right now and that it's gonna be worth it and that i have a story to tell and this is my story and that i'm sharing my points of view in life and that i'm at my riches when i see my children smiling and laughing or sharing me their thoughts and points of view and opinions about whatever they think or hear i cherish that and i'm grateful for that and and when we're out eating and i take them out for like brunch because it's literally that's my favorite time uh spending time with them when we when we take them out for brunch on the weekends that's my favorite times because i get to see them both in the same table and they're smiling and talking nonsense and they're being themselves 
and it makes me it makes me really good it makes me feel really good inside because that's the riches I'll ever feel when I see my kids happy when I make them feel happy when I know I know I made that happen I made them happy and I'll do it all I'll do it all for them and right now life is testing me at my fullest life life has to get really complicated and really hard to see how much I can do and I could stand and I could I could pull through because I know I can and I I'm not gonna lie part of me is always scared shitless as an adult, I mean, I feel like I'm still young. I feel like 33, I mean, I used to say 32 was old, but I don't know, 33, spiritually, internally, I feel like I'm 23, not 33. In spirit and mind, physically, yeah, I, I feel like I'm 43. But I just know I got to take more vitamins of certain kind, especially on my joints, on my left part of my body and my joints really hurts. And I think it gets to me more when I'm like, especially a lot of things are hitting me. I feel more pain, but just shake that shit off and do my stretches and. I already know what kind of foods to keep away from, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. These last few weeks have been tough on me, and I've been having bad news back to back. I feel like I get weak, and I rather cheat on my diet that I on my pescatarian vegetarian diet I'm I say fuck it I'm gonna go get some tacos like actual meat tacos or or a California burrito or something rather than like actually get booze because I really weigh it down it's like what do I want booze or or cheat on my on my diet, oh fuck it, I'd rather cheat, I'd rather fucking eat meat, and then suffer the consequences later, and I have, but they're not as greatly impacted compared to Tom's, because he really fucked up his organs at an early age, and now this is catching up to him from time to time, and um I well I stopped I stopped eating meat now. I was like eating on and off putting actual meat in my diet for the last week and a half because I get like I 
just been at my lowest and it's like I don't want to be fucked up around my daughter and I don't want to influence that on Tom so I'd rather just fucking eat but at the same time I I am also fucking up on my spouse's part because I'm I'm influencing him to eat salty foods and basically both of us are not supposed to eat salty foods for diff- for my reasons and for his reasons and I feel part of guilt for that because he got he got um, diagnosed with gallbladder stones in his pancreas and again except the doctors are taking their sweetest time to take care of him so I hope he gets taken care of first thing tomorrow morning and I'm hoping and calling out to the universe that everything will turn out fine and that he will be home with us by tomorrow night the latest but yeah you guys I'm back to my cheating on my diet I'm not proud of it but then again it's hard again for like a Hispanic Chicana girl who that's you know when you grow up that's mostly in your diet almost every fucking day or at least once in your meals out of the day every day like you have to have some type of meat in your diet and I was going good I was going for a good streak but I got weak and I got fired and I said fuck it I'm gonna go get a fucking burrito with carne asada and some carne asada fries and just go all out because I'll just suffer the consequences of my body and my joints later and my my stool hurting and I have and and I think I'm done because I can't do it anymore (laughs) and especially seeing him or not seeing him and being away from him makes me feel super guilty and makes me think I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to try to cheat on my diet. But then again, I also have to help him. I told him like to not bring the freaking booze at home even if it's just butt light every day it adds up and it's just it's hard and I don't judge him I don't yell at him because for the same reasons I if it was the other way around I think he he would do the same thing to me and we talked about it it's like what bother telling you if you know I don't want it to turn into an argument and you're already aware of it and it's not like I don't care. I do care. I'm just at this point just perpetually pissed off that that I can already foresee this coming. And I did. And like yesterday morning, he woke up. I could see it in his eyes that he like wasn't feeling well, but he wasn't saying anything. And then he did say it later on that he was like feeling pains and that he thought it might go away he just didn't eat the whole day (sighs) and in my head I was just like already upset like I was already upset 
I was already foreseeing this and I didn't want to throw a fit and I just told him I'm just gonna you want us to leave you alone see if you can get some rest he said yeah I took Lana to the to the car wash and you know we, we had a good time uh, clean inside and out of the car well we were gone for like almost two hours like I detailed my car personally and oh yeah and then you guys are probably wondering why Lana's with me if she's supposed to be a school well, she is supposed to be at school but ever since we move out of the our old place and into the hotel since it's kind of like big space difference in mileage um the nearest school district is filled is overfilled so she's on a waiting list and then we also placed ads um that we're seeking for a place to live and we finally got through a person that's not a creep like we meant we he called us spoke spanish is a family man and we literally like seven minutes away from the hotel we 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 met up with him last week and his he's charging us like the room with the restroom it's connected to his house like two thousand bucks a month which is a lot but then again it's california that's just how it's gonna be anywhere and he liked us and it seemed to work out and he and he's okay with working out the deposit with us because he understands our situation so hopefully that doesn't fall through since Tom's at the hospital right now and like everything's in the air at the moment. And obviously I haven't we haven't reported that to him that he's at the hospital because we don't want to scare him off. <sighs> and I we me and Tom were literally just talking about it last week how I could just totally see how like Lana's on this supposedly waiting list from this district that's by the hotel because she, now she belongs to this other school district but i could just see them just being lazy and not putting her in her class until christmas breaks over but i told Tom, i bet you by then and if we get the new place and we move into the next place because the owner of the house said it would be available by the first of the month that I bet you, I told him, I bet you anything, that's when they're going to call her and say that she can start school. But it's like, for what now? She Now she belongs to a different fucking school district because it's in the other side of town. <sighs> so for now, we're, we're, we're dealing with our daughter full time in between the who's ever not working. And at least the good thing about my my part-time job that was supposed to be my number two job after my number one job at Walmart before I let go. The good thing about this one is that I can just show up when I can as long as it's three times a week. And it's either first or second shift. But I just hate this right now. This like pause. It's like a long pause and like we have cash in our in our back in our in our in our banks but it's like i don't want to keep touching it you know i just 
I want him to be okay and I want him to come home so we can just keep both working and not having these pauses in between because it fucking sucks. And then I was literally just thinking like hours ago how if I didn't get let go of Walmart and if even if my one point resetted it, I think I would have still been let go because look what just happened. I would have had to miss again. I wouldn't have had enough hours to cover my, my PTO, my paid time off. I would have still lost my job. And I'm just seeing now things for how they are. But at the same time, it pisses me off because it's like, damn, I have to go through all this. But that's fine. I I remind myself, if Batman didn't lose his parents... I don't know, he would just be a bratty-ass, spoiled little-ass kid and selfish. And that's, I don't know, that's how I see myself. Like, if I didn't have my parents around, I would probably be a bratty-ass kid myself, too. And I have to have a story. I have to have a story to have a successful one and to appreciate my life more and to appreciate everyone around me more and to be thankful each time I get help from because I want to return it back because it's just a natural it's a natural human nature of mine to want to return the favor or to even help out I I see some of my friends, and I don't have a lot of friends, but the ones I do call friends, I call them friends because they've reached out to me from time to time, or they offered help in their own ways, whether it's like, this is some money, or here, I, I can do your nails, or... Here, I can get you a job, even if it's temporary. Hey, I'm never going to forget any of those people. Those people are my friends. Because those are the type of people that I'm like, that's a reflection of myself. I'll I'll reach out if I see someone struggling. and, and And I will reach out in a way that this is the way I can help you. And if you want to take it or leave it. If you don't want to, I will respect it. And if if you want to take it, great, you know, because it makes me feel good too. Like, I I appreciate the hell out of like the help that I get from what whoever I get it from, because those are the people that are like real people. They're real friends, and I'm never gonna forget those people. I'm never gonna forget their names. And when I say I'm going to be on top one day, I believe it. I believe it. I'm I'm struggling right now, but I'm, it's going to get better. And it, it's not so bad right now. It's just, it weighs heavy on me. At times, like a little bit right now. Because my daughter is sleeping right now. I don't know if you hear her snoring. <laughs> She's in the background. And my guy, my dude's in the hospital. 
and my other kid, my oldest, who's from a different father, is at his father's house at the moment. So, yeah, this feels a little heavy right now. And it sucks that I'm so used to being alone. But at the same time, I hate it. And at the same time, I just been so adapted to it since as a child. I teared. But it makes me stronger and it makes me appreciate life more every time I'm alone. And I know things are going to get better and I keep telling myself that all the time and fucking if it has to be like every hour at least once an hour every fucking hour of my life it makes me feel okay it makes me feel better and if I have to listen to a fucking song to cheer me up I will do it if I have to listen to a multiple 90s club music to make me like get hype or just you know psych myself from it I will do it because my kids need me and they can't see their mom falling apart I gotta teach them what strong is what it takes to fucking survive (laughs) And I'll keep you guys posted. This is another episode of Drug Words Sober Thoughts with Marlene. Have a good night, you guys.